by the dawn's early light, we're back. All right, so I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna introduce it, and then I'm then we're just we'll go on from there. I'll introduce you, Ray, or you'll introduce yourself, and uh, oh. yeah, we'll we'll take it from there. I, It'll be real easy. I thought I just started it. Oh, and, I don't know. I never mind. Never mind. You started. <laughs> I just wasted mine. You just wasted your your take, dude. It's it's gonna sound really freaking dumb. I do it is this again. going? Is is this going in the episode? What what's going on? Probably not. <laughs> yeah, why not? All right. I don't know what's going on. I mean, I mean, like, first of all, a Skynet just happened. I don't know what what was that was. <laughs> no, oh, this geez. this is like this is every time. This is pretty much every time we start up. As cool. of late, it's okay. You're doing fine. It's just it's really hard to like communicate and coordinate over the voice chat only. So mm -hmm. it gets a little messy, you know. Yeah, because yeah. we can't like see each other's mouth move. So yeah, but you know yeah. it, it, it builds it. character. It builds Unless character. you want me to 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 stream my my mouth specifically, and I can like you can you both can uh, see my mouth moving. As yeah, I'm can we get the the mouth cam? Can we get can, <laughs> can we get a um, can we get a close up mouth cam and uh, ASMR mic? <laughs> oh jeez. All hear right. All the... <laughs> That's Please. what the podcast is all about. That's the future podcast. I got, right, I got enough really of sorry. that with reflections of evil. Mm. What is that? That sounds uh, like a, it's a movie. Orson Welles. No, it's a movie. It's a movie Victor made me watch for the podcast, and I regret Ray, it. Have to watch it. No, you don't. Spare yourself. I think it's up your alley. Please. What up your what? Oh, okay. Your oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Right, I don't let's, know let's... this was that kind of podcast, but whatever. I mean, uh, nah, nah, nah. we take different routes when it's appropriate. <laughs> but we, we, we're very concerned with the direction of this channel and, and the interests of the audience. So you see. Who's Craig? That's the, That's bot. the bot. That's the recording oh, okay. bot. Also we records your dreams. I'm an old man. I am so confused. Well, do androids dream of electric sheep? That's all I want to know. Um... Is that a movie? What kind of movie is that? It's the book that was the basis for Blade Runner. I don't read books. It's fine. Me for. Be like that. Hey, Nick, move your mic a little bit away from your mouth. Just a little yeah, bit, dude, please. I think you might. <laughs> test it's like 300% louder than <laughs> I'm just loud. Nick thing I'm just will a loud be guy. hell. Okay, somebody, it's somebody get, somebody get, my, uh, somebody get Nick a fucking pop filter here, some, someone <laughs> or an S filter. Okay, Nick, like, hey Nick, it, shut up about away. that. Okay, th Nick. no, this is this is it, this is it. No, it's, it's not. parallel. Are you sure it's away? Like it's pointing the other way now. It's the opposite direction of my head. Okay, actually, bring. All it right, away. what what are we talking about first? My microphone. All right, so. Okay. Welcome back to the podcast, everyone. Uh, so if you're listening on YouTube, we are also on Spotify and hopefully iTunes when they um, review the submission and accept it. No one uses iTunes. You. What? I Come on. do. I do. I don't. What are you talking but... about? What are you talking about? Actually, I haven't okay. touched it quite We've a lot. We've got to be I'm fair. Boss. There's some iTunes users in here. You know, we're not going to name names, not... but, you know. Yeah. Right. I... Actually, to be honest, I haven't bought a song in so freaking long that's that's probably a good thing maybe uh anyways so we have two films to talk about um what do you guys want to talk about first hold it hold it hold it we have a special guest on the show oh 
Shit, you're right. Wait, what? Yeah. Ray right. has entered the fight. New challenge. Uh, uh, New challenge. here, guys. Yeah. Ray, uh, this is, uh, do you want to introduce yourself? Uh, I, whoa, this is crazy. I've never introduced myself uh, <laughs> formally ever. So uh, I guess my name is Ronaldo. Uh, you can call me Ray. Uh, yeah. I have, a, I have an Instagram where I put my I post my art. It's pretty cool, nice. I guess. Right? Might as well just plug that now. I was going to save it Do for the plug it now. You know what? Shameless plug. Just Ray Ray Rusi art Instagram. Go check it out. Cry, oh. weep, laugh, live, laugh, love. You know what they say? Bravo, bravo, sir. You know what they say? I'll leave that. <laughs> v- Victor's <laughs> cringing. Victor's spine fucking splintered into thirty-two pieces. Oh! Right there. We need a medic here. So I'll, I'll I'll leave that in the description as well for people who forgot that instantly that information. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, yeah. anyways, two films. Um, which one do you guys want to talk about first? Which one? Uh, really, Fiend So th- this was discussion? interesting because so yeah. I had seen I had seen Showgirls right once okay. before. Wow. And so I yeah I picked that, and then I I hadn't I hadn't seen. Um, uh, uh, Phantom of the Paradise. So this is my first time seeing it. Yeah. yeah. What did you surprised. guys think? Well, I'm kind of surprised. First off, that you were able to work up to a second viewing of Showgirls. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about Showgirls first. Yeah, let's, let's do it. Sure. Uh, you guys can. Yeah, you guys can give me I'll your opinions first. I guess. I'll, yeah. First, we'll break it down here real quick. So, Showgirls can came I, out in 1995. Can I say? Wait, wait, wait. Can I say? Can I say something? Yes. Yeah. It, it came out in 19, uh, 1995, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The same year as the classic It Takes Two with the Olsen twins, by the way. Uh, wow. Just so you guys know. Nice. Yeah. I mean, sick. Like, Good bit of just, a just to date this. Group, yeah. yeah. Pretty wicked. Pretty wicked, bro. All right. Showgirls tells a story of a. Uh, tells a story story of a dancer flows into town in Las Vegas with hopes of becoming a really great dancer uh soon she catches the attention of a prestigious uh show on the strip and then she auditions uh and she fizzles her way through a very seedy underworld of dancing and show business that's that's all i can basically basically yeah there's more that goes into it but it's also nothing that goes into it (laughs) It, you right. could basically just say it's 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 a sleazy movie about sleazy people and and probably the only like good character in it gets brutally trigger warning brutally uh should I say it I mean the R word yeah, raped I mean, sure I mean yeah. yeah trigger warning as fuck I mean I I don't know how else to explain it right. no that there is no other way to put it this that it's that's the perfect way to put it this is sleazy yeah the, such a sleazy movie <laughs> oh yeah well i mean uh you know it's Paul really Verhoeven. Bad. yeah well no he's great but this movie it's really bad but i was so laughing like I, I no <laughs> it's ridiculous it's crazy <laughs> but i i loved it just because of how insane it is okay gotta ask you something what did you watch this with your mom yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I saw this you on TBS with my grandparents. So I mean, I don't know. I... TBS, you're lucky. 
censorship and all that. Yeah, it was only like three minutes long, so I don't know what I missed. So you guys are gonna have to fill me <laughs> Nothing. in. Nothing, not a damn thing. So okay, le- okay. Speaking about c- censored, the censored version. Have you have you guys seen the censored version? No. no what? What? There. Okay. You know how there's tits everywhere in this film, right? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So in the censored, in the TV made for TV version, which is crazy. Just a, there's a fucking TV version. Yeah. Um. There's basically there's CG bras everywhere, <laughs> everywhere, and it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It's, yeah. Anyways. Is the CG obvious? <laughs> Put a put a photo up of just like the yeah it's horrible it's like horrible oh, like <laughs> like early two thousands crap yeah. Oh, I'm gonna take a look. I'm gonna take a look at that. All right, Charles. Well, what do you think, Victor? What we didn't ask you yet. Um, I didn't think it was as bad as people made it out to be. To be honest, I, really? I, I have a high tolerance when it comes to shit movies, and um, I don't know. Yeah, like. It wasn't, I would say, good, but in terms of like the writing and dialogue, acting, it was a very hammy and a little oh, over the top. Geez. What didn't but, you like about it, Nick? Oh, well, just the story really, it doesn't amount to anything in the end. It goes nowhere. Right. Pretty much. Right. All the, all the care, and all, and all the characters are just mad are just insane they're crazy they're mad men right. and women and so chief of all i just want to i just want to say this film looks very beautiful i mean i don't know about you guys but this I film agree. looks like ultra con- contemporary i don't know i, I, I feel ag- like yeah i will agree to that the uh it's got a very slick style yeah it's for- really pretty and I yeah. don't know how to explain it, but this is like probably the peak, like of how film can look, like uh, oh, wow. sh- shot wow. in film to me at least. Like it's beautiful, and Paul Verhoeven. I don't know who the cinematographer is, but at, at least in 1995, this looks so contemporary. I mean, this looks like it was shot yesterday. I don't know how, exp- how yeah, to explain it. Oh yeah, he his movies have very sleek uh, looks that are ahead of their time. I, I I won't deny that at all. The camera work is is very great. There's a lot of fluid motions and motivated movements, yeah. and it, there's there's intent behind it all, and all the and all the and some of the production designs even kind of cool right. itself. All the all the sets, all the state, all the, uh, the yeah the stage I, sets that they dance on. It's it's great. It's kind so, of impressive. Nick, you you didn't like it. You think so? I, I keep hearing you guys say shitty and crappy. Well, but okay. I, I'm gonna, ha- yeah, I'm gonna have to say, like, this is one of my favorite Paul Verhoeven films. <laughs> well, that's fine. That's that's okay. Verhoeven, this is my first one. You're kidding? Really? Yeah, this is the first one. I haven't seen any of his films. Wow. Oh, of all, that, of all, the, of all of them, of all of them, you picked. That's this an one. interest. That's an but interesting that's... one to. You've seen RoboCop? No, dude, I haven't seen Total Starship Total Troopers. Recall. Yeah, Total I haven't Recall. Seen Starship. No, dude, uh, this is my first. Okay, God. interesting. Not, so, like, in Starship yeah. Troopers and in RoboCop, like if you see those first, like those are the two, the two Paul Verhoeven films that people watch primarily. Right. I'm, I'm sure, yeah. like that and Total Recall. I would say. right that and Total Recall, and and all of those films are really like satirical and sort of like the, in the same way they're all like very, um, 
you can tell like he plays around with like the fake pop- propaganda and all those films and super satirical and it's super like sort of cynical and, and edgy for its time. Mm-hmm. But yeah. this film, like having watched those films, you know, this film is so different. It's it, you're waiting for, you're waiting for like that edginess that, that you usually get with Paul Verhoeven, but mm-hmm. This film's like I I don't know it, it's it's almost like uh like like what you said Nick like it just kind of is it it kind of happens and it just ends you know yeah it's almost weirdly nihilistic like things just happen like and I guess we should start from the beginning sure yeah why not <laughs> so okay so she gets into the, into las vegas and she gets her luggage stolen right i don't know what was in the yeah. luggage but her belongings yeah. and mm. by the way um so i i have uh i have shit i have shit for memory so i That's forgive okay. me but um yeah what's uh what's her name uh, elizabeth berkeley she elizabeth plays berkeley. um yeah, so she she oh plays our main god. character. Yeah. And my god, is 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 she like a piss poor actor actor, but I couldn't believe it when I saw it. My but god, I, it, but I love it. Like I love the totally performance. Works, it's sure. It yeah, works. It is entertaining mm. in I guess for you it's entertaining in a different way, but for me she hits it so hard that I was so hard. I was yeah. cackling almost any every time she moved a finger, practically. Yeah, look I mean, at the, look at look at the first scene when she meets her, the best friend character. Right, right, she and she pukes orders, on. Oh, she, she like what, she immediately throws up from just like just feeling sad or whatever or or like yeah whatever happened. I don't know what the fuck happened. Yeah, and then she she throws the food on the table. She aggressively applies ketchup to the right. Tray. She has she has she has such a <laughs> shitty on. attitude. She has such a shitty attitude for like uh, for being our main protagonist. You know. Yeah. And I, 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 at I, first, I yeah. I said aloud huh? myself, but I was like, we're supposed to root for her, right? <laughs> right, and like, and she just she reminds me almost like, like I feel I can relate to her because. It's almost like she's like a dumb, like f- f- a- like feral animal, and she's like being put in into these into this position where she has to like f- defend herself like yeah. any way she can, like like an animal. Yeah. And it's like she like it even plays that up when she's saying Versace, you know, when she's trying to say Versace, you know, yeah. and she's like like her character is brain dead. Like like let's just be honest here, her character is brain dead, and she tries to make it up for she tries to make that up by like being really aggressive towards everyone. And like, uh-huh. uh, like sh- she won't like, sh- she won't do anything people tell her to, if she doesn't want to, which uh-huh. it's, is commendable, but also she has kind of shit for brains, you know, like she's, it, uh-huh. it's an interesting character, um, to In be a our way, protagonist. Yeah. yeah. But at the same I, I time, know. at the same time, she, she is so defensive. Hello? It's comical how often she puts oh. her fists up. It's anytime someone tries to be a little bit nice to her. And this happens maybe like four or five different successful times. She just goes off on the people trying to lend a hand. It, 
It's like, come on! Not everyone's a shithead in this world. Just lighten up. But I think she knows because just the environment and the business. It's just you're going to deal with really seedy people. Is that a... Yeah, that's my that? dog. That is my dog. dog He's begging head. for attention. But... I don't know where I was going with that. I... Oh. Okay. So, and let's, I mean, let's talk about the setting. So, obviously, I just want to say, so it's, for some reason, okay, so it's set in Los, An- Las Vegas, but yeah. there's a little, I don't know why, like, right in the beginning, they established that it's Halloween, I think, that it's, like, October. Did, they? did you guys notice that? I yeah. didn't. I didn't. <laughs> there were trick-or-treaters on the strip. And like what? there were like little pumpkins. Yeah, it's so weird. So I'm like, what? What? Like, does that matter? And uh, this doesn't even matter. It doesn't even play into it. It just, I don't know. It's it like just a weird goes over the movie. head. Mm-hmm. Choice. Like, what, what was the point of that? So she meets she meets the best friend character, and she's yeah. like a really wholesome person. She's probably the most wholesome person in the in the movie. Pretty much that or James Smith or whatever the Tune Man from Speed. Uh, he, he's even I. Who? Uh, okay. What's his head? Tom McLaughlin's character? No, 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 no. The Glenn Plummer's character. He's the. I don't know who James. Can you describe him? He's a black yeah, what man. Is this? Okay. Oh no! But I don't know. Well, still, he he was trying to. I felt he was close to an earnest character at he times. Was, yeah. He had but, license, but but the thing is, he felt the most out of place in the movie because everyone is so batshit insane him trying yeah. to be nice to elizabeth berkeley just it felt weird yeah in the beginning when he was like trying to be sort of like uh like simpy i don't know how else to explain it like basically he was like he was like uh going after her and about the club yeah yeah at first and then she, he would like show up to her, her like uh you know where she lives and I was like, what is this guy's fucking problem? Like, this guy's weird. Like, what's what's his objective? Right. And then it becomes clear, like, oh, he's a he's a dancer. And then, oh, wait, he's actually a creep. And, oh, wait. So it's like, I feel like... And then what happened to him, like, at by the end? Like, he just... He vanished. What happens? Yeah, he he vanished from the movie. Yeah, so in that respect, it's like, I get why people don't like this film, because... Things sort of just like things happen, like plot happens, and then it goes. It goes by really fast. Yeah. Um, I was kind of amazed. This I saw this movie was over two hours. I thought this would be a yeah. much shorter movie. It moves so quick. Right. And because of the subject matter, I mean, mm-hmm. who's holding out hope for the for the stripper movie? <laughs> I, I, I don't know. See, I I would have loved that this film was three hours, honestly. Because oh, <laughs> no, I'm being serious. I, I felt I like you are. I know you are. I felt I felt like they sh- probably shot so much material, Definitely. and I, this feels like they had to cut down like an hour of material. Um, if they did, I would love to know what they cut out. I, you know what they cut out? They probably cut out banter, like just between the strippers. Like I would love more banter between the strippers, like especially the the sleazy hooker sli- strippers from the from the, the uh, strip club, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the banter, be- like the the camaraderie and the friendship between all those girls, like 
I want I wanted more of that. I like wanted more of a like aliens sort of thing going on where like I don't know, I wanted to see more of that and all of those characters sort were so great. Um Yeah, I mean I don't know, character interactions in this film are like really strong and especially like the way Paul Verhoeven wrote, or not Paul Verhoeven, um, the guy who wrote this, uh, he he wrote Basic Instinct. I think he wrote another uh, Paul Verhoeven film. Um, he but he he writes characters so distinctly, like like this, like the creepy, uh, you know, strip club owner and the and the strippers and yeah. the characters, yeah. you know, like which is a really strong. Um, I don't know. Is there, I feel like that that the characters sort of make this film. I don't see why people give this film shit for being like so bad. It's good. I don't think it's so bad. It's good at all. I it think it's just good. Mm-hmm. I will. Yeah, I'll, I'll give. Com- I'll give. Com- I'll give props to that. Verhoeven knows how to direct actors to make mm-hmm. them punchy oh, yeah. and kind of a char- make a charming enough presence. I mean, th- I, I still think this isn't the best acted movie but there is oh, still no. there is still that distinct punch in the line yeah. some of the line deliveries and so forth because I, I could point it out comparing it to other Verhoeven movies like okay yeah that's total Starship Troopers that is total right. Robocop right but, and, and in so, Starship yeah. Troopers I mean all those actors are shit I mean they're they're all bad but well like, well I don't know I, I would say they're they're much better than this movie Oh yeah, no, no, no. I'm, Elizabeth Elizabeth Berkeley is is not great. The she's worst. Very ta- she's very talented. Like I will say that she's obviously she has talent. Um and but I, I but you know you were saying about punchy punchiness and I would just I mean I notice I notice the um, like what you said like he's really good at directing um uh you know actors. And also, there's something to be said about the sound design in this film because mm. I feel like a lot of it has to do with, like, like y- you can shoot Elizabeth Berkley like saying her shitty lines, but a lot of it comes down to like just how punchy uh, they they made like the characters. I don't know, like especially with the dancing and like all like the really. Um, I mean, this this movie is really like intense um yeah i don't know how to explain it it's super intense um like Mm -hmm. every little beat has like ultra punch to it yeah it's 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 just like a pleasure to watch i felt like there was hardly a moment to breathe in this film Mm because it was moving so fast and it was so intense in a certain kind of way so Mm -hmm. it kind that's where kind of like there is an there is an energy there for better or worse it it, it could work both ways like for people like you who actually like this movie yeah yeah there's an energy going that that's mm-hmm. that's good that's great and for people like me who couldn't stand it it's like right. all right well it's not boring it isn't boring i can't, I can't say right. mm-hmm. uh victor, uh victor you got you got anything about this i feel like you've been quiet i don't know i yeah i i was having a hard time after i finished it um kind of getting together my thoughts for it because i didn't hate it i didn't <laughs> bad or anything um i I kind of enjoy and appreciate those maybe you could say cornier aspects of it um overall the tone is very interesting and the way the story is taken very uh it's very standard and written very sure cliche in a way yeah 
appreciate typical that. rise to the top yeah and i don't yeah, mind especially yeah. in a world where you know i have no like i know nothing about and kind of get a little peek inside the industry even if it's you know uh not as it is i just i appreciate the glamour and the the seediness of the whole world and um, even if it's highly stylized for probably. sure like yeah. yeah so yeah like there's a lot of aspects i like but um yeah i think mostly it's it's the characters they kind of make it is. Oh, oh boy. especially the um the relationship between uh nomi and her uh friend very mm. endearing and i don't know it was, it was fun sort to sort of yeah that, that part of it oh i don't know the the characters oh boy i could probably spend a full a whole fortnight talking about all the little quirks and unnecessary <laughs> corniness to every character so for one nomi that's one of the worst character names i've ever heard yeah. why not just call her naomi or something different maybe it's like a play on word or words or something i don't know i nomi. guess when she when she first said it out loud when she's driving with the driving with the guy on the road and she's like it's no me and i thought yeah i, th I thought she was kidding or something it's like it's i thought she said no name i was like <laughs> i was like okay okay please yeah and then there's kyle mclaughlin's character oh my, oh my god kyle mclaughlin by the way he looked he, he he's like emo peter parker in this that's film i don't know what, <laughs> what what happened there that's a good point yeah uh he was i think he was my favorite character in the movie just because for one he's I would I ex I kind of expect this out of him at this point. David Lynch hmm. is golden boy. He'll have him wear yeah. a monkey suit if he wanted him. But yeah, he's, he's, he's very just... out of place in this film to Dude. me. I don't know. Yeah. Is yeah. he? I think yeah. he's very in place. <laughs> he's well, in this you know, you know. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, you go. You got all I want. No, I was just gonna say like, um, you know, because I know him as Del Cooper, and yeah. he's very wholesome. And so in the beginning, he's like, you know, in this club with Crystal and he and she tells him to sit down for a lap dance with Nomi. And oh. then he <laughs> she like she frantically uh, like vibrates all over him. Thrust and then he like off. and then he, uh, <clears throat> you know, uh, he basically ejaculates like uh, two minutes in uh, in his and uh, in yeah, this his trousers, <laughs> this character, his character is. It was interesting because I'm like, okay, this is Dale Cooper. He's like, this shouldn't be happening to Dale Cooper. Just give him some coffee or whatever. But then so. it gets into the film, like, I don't know, like like halfway into the film, he starts to get sort of, he starts to turn into a different character. Like he starts to get, starts to get a little seedier. Yeah. And then he takes off his clothes for that pole scene. I'm like, what the fuck? I did not, first of all, I did not want to see his ass, bare yeah. ass the business end of <laughs> kyle mclaughlin that's the real title of the movie i did not want to see dale cooper's bare ass I, that's all i'm saying i uh, glad oh, we man. didn't see his dep his deputy or whatever yeah, glad that we got a, a second <laughs> aggressive vibration lap dance scene <laughs> yeah in the pool yeah um i don't know what that, that move's was, called but uh it's, it's a mood but the one not, that i can not, healthy i can tell you that yeah i mean I it's know. in the pool so how would that work i mean i would imagine that there's a lot of chlorine yeah, chlorine and... right up there i don't, out after I don't want to get into that that's that's yeah. that's a biology class yeah, right? yeah 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 then you got then you got gina gershon's character i swear mm. 
take a shot every time she says darling. I think right. you, I think you passed out. Halfway okay, she halfway. says darling because she's like from Texas, right? She's supposed Even to be from then, Texas. That's that's such a cliche. I got a okay, Texas I, character. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like in the beginning, it's like, oh, she's just like a really like she's up her own ass. Like she's just a she's just a you know a dancer and yeah. But then, like, she starts to wear a cowboy hat and, like, leather jackets, and then she's, like, speaking in, in like, uh, a drawl, and I'm like, what the fuck? What? <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> What's going on? Yeah. <laughs> For real. It's yeah, that... really played up, yeah. Yeah. But, she, but still, that's kind of, that stuff's kind of amusing. I like it. I like these, uh, I like it in terrible movies. They really play up a certain stereotype. I mean, granted, if it's not too insensitive, like, mm. if, like, if you got a it's one thing if you got a Mexican character that constantly references tacos or something like that. That that's bad. Yeah, these but. are really stereotypical characters. Like, Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Actually, turned up to eleven. I mean, this is, I don't know, Paul Verhoeven. I don't know what. Yeah. He might have been He's, doing some of the nose candy. If probably. He, yeah. That's Actually. Good point. Actually, scratch that. Uh, so Kyle McLaughlin, he's great, but I think my favorite character. Probably has to be Robert Devi as the strip club owner. I don't know. He was so good. Oh, yeah. man. He's so oh my funny. god! And and the okay him and the uh, the overweight woman. Yeah. Uh, the overweight oh. stripper. I forgot her name, but they were those two were brilliant. Like those two characters were brilliant. And then they yeah. had their little moment at the end when they yeah. come and meet her. Yeah, that that was good. So yeah, yeah. The the dialogue they have is just so over the top. But even then, I, I was, well, like, what I, what did he say? Like, okay, so the whole time the strip owner, the strip club owner, he's always like, ah, give me a blowjob or whatever. And then, and then they come to her, um, to the to see her dance, both of them, and it's like really heartfelt. And they're like, you did you did good, you did good, kid, you know. And then he like starts to walk away slowly, and he's like but I still want a blowjob or something. I don't know what he said. He's, he, he just turns around. He's like, still trying to get that blowjob from your kid. And it's like supposed to be heartfelt. It's very corny and played it's, up. But it it's, really is. Come yeah. on. Give me a break. It, yeah. That's pr- pretty much. Yeah. Every person in this movie dials it way the hell up. There's no subtlety to be found. No, but that's what I appreciate. It just kind of commits to it and, yeah, it commits. It is what it is, and that and that's the that's the best kind of it's the best kind of bad movie when they just commit to it. And, and there's and no Vic, there's no. And Victor, you haven't seen any other Paul Verhoeven films, so like to me, or at least to, to me, I don't know about you, Nick, but I was like watching this for the first time. When I watched this for the first time, I was thinking like when is the brutal death scene going to happen or when is the, yeah, yeah, right. Like when is the brutal Robocop death scene going to happen? And it doesn't, but close you get is when Nomi goes and beats up that singer. Right. Well, I think the brutal scene is when, when her friend gets raped. Okay. That too. Yeah. That, yeah. It's a really crazy scene. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which kind of throws you off. A little bit. Absolutely. Sure. Yeah. The yeah. only character who has done nothing wrong and <laughs> Yeah. Okay. That's, a sh- that's so shitty. Like, Why would they do that? And just Oh man, that was that was yeah. But it, it, it almost gives it almost gives it that like uh tragic, like uh like Italian neorealist sort of like uh-huh. 
feeling where like like the the most innocent people die by the end of the film or whatever or like or like get killed by a pimp or something like that's the same feeling i get from that scene where it's like wow like this this character who you know this whole film you know even though it was sleazy all the way through and through mm-hmm. that scene when when she gets raped is just like so over the top brutal that i was thrown off and I think that's where the movie sort of like um, I don't know Uh, for me yeah it just sort of cascades from there I don't know that does it it really does kill the mood I mean granted any rape scene will kill the mood but this well no it's a it's it's a it's a deserved rape scene for this film I will I will say that I don't know if that's I I should say say deserved what do you mean by deserved it, uh, I should so say it the, the no, film no, the film builds up yeah to and and it's specifically in a Paul Verhoeven film I feel like the film build builds itself up to something tragic you know okay. and like if if something tragic didn't happen in this film I would I would probably I would probably not like it as much right as I do yeah. probably yeah yeah Victor and I covered a a rape-centric movie on the show a few was months ago. Was it Irreversible? Ago. No, uh, no it was it. it was the remake oh. of I Spit on Your Grave. Oh, I have not seen that. Uh, I dug it because it. I dug it for opposite reasons Victor did, yeah. especially Ryan, too. Go, go watch that episode if you want to yeah, yeah, yeah. get an idea for how I was feeling that day. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, yeah, and don't forget to like and comment and subscribe and uh, pick, pick your nose and... Uh, of course, get that bell icon. Make sure yep. you know when we're posting all that crap. Uh, now, this is also a dancing movie. Let's talk the dancing. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's it's a not big good. aspect of it. Uh, it's not good. <laughs> what do you mean? Wait, what do you uh, mean? I, well, the dancing was either mediocre or just plain bad. What do you know I, about I, dancing, Nick? Do you, different... do you dance? Yeah, come I've on, s- then. I've seen people dance. People can dance really good. This okay, is... who's dancing though? Because because her dancing in the club was cracking me up. Okay, first... okay, yeah. Elizabeth... <laughs> okay, so let's get specific. Elizabeth Berkeley's yeah. dancing because was... her act, her act, her line, her dialogue acting is bad, and her physical acting is sure. worse. She... I didn't see like... any. She was yeah. too aggressive. Her facial expressions were really weird, and I didn't get a sense of rhythm yeah. out of but her. That's like the kind routine. of like Vegas flare man it's like really intense and showy like Vegas flare also needs talent behind it see i'll i'll agree and disagree with you nick i think she yeah she does have weird choices for facial expressions and vocal you know uh you know like i don't know i don't know what she's doing but for me i feel like it's it's well fit for this film i think whatever she's doing sure. wouldn't work in in what any other in nothing else. I don't think it would work for yeah. anything else besides this film. It only makes sense sure. in this movie. I, yeah. I guess that that should that should be an asterisk with everything you talk about. It only makes sense in yeah, this. Yeah, movie. yeah, <laughs> That's yeah. That's very true. But yeah, uh, I think. But it, okay, well, so the dancing's not all terrible. It's just mainly Berkeley's side of it. Because I thought mm. Gina, Gina Gershon was kind of was kind of a good dancer, or at least yeah, she she looked like she could do it. See, I, I, I really don't. I can, I can suspend my disbelief or whatever, and and just, you know, believe what the movie tells me. You know, right. uh, like for yeah. this, 
in this case. So I, I really did. I love the dancing in this film and, you know, I didn't really think about it as like, Oh, this is kind of shitty. And this kind of, I just was mm-hmm. sort of in for the ride. Sure. Which is, yeah. Which worked for me, I think. Yeah. Like film where you have to let it, you just have to go along with it and kind mm-hmm. of set aside your criticisms or not even criticisms, but like, preconceived notions of what a good film is you kind of just have to like i guess but there's, there still should be know. some kind of a standard you hold i mm-hmm. feel yeah i mean all well, you can't really get around uh like the bad the the bad line delivery you know like oh, that yeah. that kind of stuff you can't really get around yeah definitely um i mean so yeah it's uh oh i i don't know just uh it's because it sets the stage but mm. in this way, just how am I going to believe there's going to be good dancing in this movie? And the dance is only right. okay. I feel it didn't impress me, and at and at worst times, it made me laugh because it was so so overly flamboyant. Yeah, and yeah, too hard hitting. Yeah, I genuinely laughed in this film, which is which is interesting. I uh, genuinely had laughed. Um, I don't know why. Yeah just makes you kind of crack up because of i don't know even if it's not meant to be funny but oh yeah and this film really made me want a burger by the way i really (laughs) really craving a burger especially now since i'm not eating like i'm not eating out i'm just like eating from home you know so yeah like i haven't i haven't eaten a burger in so long dude and this film tell me about it (laughs) (laughs) yeah jesus yeah, I, I guess I'll give it that. Good looking burgers. Yeah, good looking movie. Good looking burgers. Good looking uh, people. I uh, mean, yeah. <laughs> I give this five burgers out of five burgers. Oh, totally, man. I I got I got to match that. It's gonna be a fiver. That's a fiver, buddy. Really, Nick? You think this is a fiver? Or are you a being a fiver you... burger out of? Five. Oh, that's okay. All right. Oh, nice. Yeah. Do you guys have yeah. anything else to add? I'm kind of struggling to to uh, add to what you guys have add or said already because I've I don't know, I, express I think... both sides of my like and dislike. I would say. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, do you guys I have think, anything else? I think so. This is a uh, this this certainly lived up to the reputation because it is labeled as one of the worst movies of all time. Yeah, I just don't. And, I don't get it, that. Well, I, well, I I could see it. I could definitely see it. But yeah, it, it's it's certainly it, whatever capacity you know about this movie, it doesn't let you down. Depending on what you're looking for, mm-hmm. I'll, um, I'll say that. I will say Verhoeven that. enjoy this film. Does he like I, this movie? I don't. I, I don't know. I hope not. As like an alias in the director credits, so I don't know if he's really like embar- Jan Jansen. I don't know if that's just for fun or if he was. I don't, I don't what, know. What, what are you talking know. about? Jan on, Jansen. On IMDb. What? It shows that he's, uh, yeah, Paul Verhoeven as Jan Jansen, which, but that doesn't show up in the credits or anything, so. Yeah, well, in the credits, he's, it's Paul it's Verhoeven, but yeah. on yeah. IMDb. Oh, interesting. Huh. See, I don't know. I I think he should he should wear this movie on his sleeve. Like I just I don't know. I love this film. I think Kyle McLaughlin he's couldn't get away from soap satires, mm-hmm. and I think uh, I don't know. <laughs> what do you think? Uh, 
Do you think this movie would uh, count as a giallo? That's what I was thinking. I was looking at this movie. I was like, there needs to be a lot more killing if there's that's gonna be. Yeah, the true. <laughs> this, I was I was gonna say this does kind of feel like like a Dario Argento film or something like in that in it's in that it's so like tragic or kind of not tragic but just like I don't know I I feel like if a Dario Argento would probably like this film in a way I don't know that's what I was maybe thinking put a, put some vampires or zombies into it yeah. maybe it'll it's, get more it's already kind of creepy like I feel like this this film is just creepy by way of like the characters are just fuck total total weirdos like total creeps yeah I don't yeah. know there's some like moments that kind of remind me of, of a lynch film yeah like, yeah definitely yeah, you, know what I'm, you know what i'm getting at i know exactly I what you're really saying yeah. it. i'm gonna feel like an idiot describing it but i think it just in that because he kind of likes to explore that duality of of environments and and just people so i don't know there are certain moments well, that kind of, so you're saying yeah. like because like in mahal and drive you know it's sort of like that it he sort of like pokes fun at like the hollywood system you know the entertainment mm-hmm. system and in this i feel like it's it's almost like it's again like I was saying nihilistic like yeah. like in, for David Lynch when he's poking fun at the at the Hollywood system it's done like artistically but in this yes. film it's done like just like animalistically it's 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 crazy like yeah, yeah. I don't know it's, you don't see it's, this as like satirical do you or see I don't know I don't think it I don't think I see this as satirical it I think seem like it if it doesn't seem like it if there, there, is, seem like satire. It. If there yeah. is satire I can't find it yeah, I don't think it's satire, and and it's weird because every other film Paul Verhoeven does is like basically like hyper satire of something, which you know you'll understand when you watch RoboCop, you know, and and yeah. Starship Troopers, and you know, Total uh-huh. Recall. Yes. Um. But yeah, this yeah. is just sleazy, you know, which I like. It's 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 it, it's it's sure. just it's it's its own thing. It's sleazy. It's sleazy for its own sake. So, you know. Yeah. I can't yeah. believe it's 4.8 out of 10 on IMDb. Yeah, I. It's, the it's average. The, on Letterboxd, the ratings are fluctuating like all hell. Just, I wonder what like people's main problem with the film is. I want to know what, like the general. Well, I'll say the acting is dead obvious. Yeah. If that's I one, think that's people just see the acting and they go, "Oh, this this bad is bad film. because actor is bad," you know. Yeah. But, but they sure. don't. They but don't also, under, They don't see like the film for what it is. I don't know. Sure, it's a really well shot film, and it's really fun. And if you just let it like take you on its ride, I feel like this could. This is is like, I don't know. I love this sure. film. So I, that's great, man. But I, I <laughs> but I, I can I can respect that. Me though, I just I just can't buy into it for too long because mm. this is overacted plotless mm. and just kind of an excuse like to show off. Yeah, yeah and it's just an excuse to show off a lot of tna i feel right 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 verges on porn you can almost, I, okay well i wouldn't go this far but it's basically pornography basically i mean come pornography, on just, yeah yeah like shit i've never seen yeah. actors so willing to get naked in front of a camera this is it's crazy also this is my first nc-17 movie so that's NC seventeen. Oh, it makes, yeah. makes sense. Yeah, when I, wa- I said it was rated NC seventeen, and I, when I watched it on TV at least. Yeah, yeah, makes sense. So that's pretty. So they made a they made a Showgirls two. What? Wait. Oh shit! They did. 
with uh, about Penny's character, or the character Penny. Pen- Who was she in that movie? She was the girl that was um, in James's performance, dance performance. Oh. The other. Um, oh, okay. Version. I okay. It's good for her, I guess. <laughs> but it has even worse ratings. It's got a one point six. No freaking doubt. It was made um, nearly twenty years later, a little more than fifteen oh, years after. Why? Who was who was asking for a Showgirls two? I want to know. Different? I want to know. I want to know so I could slap the shit out of him. Pee Wee Herman jacking off in the theater. He was asking for Showgirls two. Ah, come on. I... Get me out of here. People hate me for that joke now. Great. Uh, no, 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 no. That's, this is the least of our worries. We're all, we're already demonetized. We're talking Pee-wee about Herman's showgirls. A, a great man. <laughs> His name's not even Pee Wee Herman. It's Paul Rubens. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> when the lines blur between fiction reality. <laughs> all right. Well, I think that's all I need to say about this movie. And moving on to the next film, I guess. Well, well, hold on, hold on. Holy horses, Ray. Now this is standard <laughs> protocol. All right. <laughs> we give a uh, we give a rating to the movies once we're done. Oh, okay. What what would you give it out of? I a already possible... said five. Out of, I said five out of five burgers. Oh, you weren't kidding. You weren't yeah, kidding I'm not kidding. Okay. okay. Wait, what's All your right. rating system? Yeah, uh, one out of five. Five what's stars, including halves. Yeah. Okay. If I'm being serious, uh, like, yeah, four out of five. Uh, four point five, definitely. Okay. okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, cool. I gotta stick to my, I gotta stick to my beliefs here. This is a one. Hmm. I I can't see myself watching this ever again. But this this was a this was a great bad movie watch. It was very entertaining. Would and you it, watch it with anyone else? I hope not. <laughs> Good lord almighty! Oh I, I, I'm glad we're ex- in quarantine. We didn't watch it together. That's, yeah. How do you uh... explain this? How do you go? How do you explain that to someone? It's like, hey, you want to watch Showgirls? What the hell's wrong with you? <laughs> Um. Yeah. I. Victor. I think I was feeling a three. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. I've got a centrist I'm, in the house here. We're gonna. I'm, yeah. You can One, three, a five. My. <laughs> never mind. Okay. Explain yourself. Um, um. Well, you see here. Uh, the animalistic nature and the density of the characters. Whoa. That, that was that was shots fired at me. <laughs> No, no, no. You just literally (laughs) quoted Ray. Did did I now? Did I now? Yeah. I'll I'll send flowers. No, I I just appreciate the hamminess and the extravagant nature of the whole production. Um, It is just Like like I said, it's kind of one of those films that uh, it totally commits, and I appreciate that in a film as, as wild and sleazy as this. Mm. But it's not without yeah. its flaws, definitely. Of course. It's definitely. And but some of those flaws only I, goes I so like far. Because I don't know, it, it just kind of worked for me. So I'm I'm gonna stick with a three, closer to a two point five though. But mm. that's, right. that's ah good. yes, yes, sips tea. Split down the middle. That's that's good. That's great. Sip a tea. Wish I had but a drink. I don't think I could watch this again though. I honestly found it a little bit too long. I didn't. I didn't find this a quick movie, to be honest. It, yeah, uh, it was. 
I guess it started to drag a little bit, but it was at the very, very end. It's only because it's so fast and adrenaline fueled. We need, we need a break. We just need to step away and collect our bearings. I thought there were a lot of breaks, but that's just me. I, I didn't see no breaks. Maybe because I was so jacked up from watching this. It's like, this is the most wild fucking thing I've ever seen. Really? One of them. One of the most wild. It is, yeah, I mean, it is pretty wild. I'll agree with that. Um, yeah. Not for the so. faint of heart. Another Certainly good not. dance film. If you guys want to watch another good dance film, it's uh, Climax. Have you seen Climax yet? Oh, hell yeah. I haven't. Ooh, that such one's... a good dance film. I would like yeah. to Picture. know your opinion on that one, Nick. It's on yeah. Prime. Yeah, you say it's pretty good. You've been saying it's pretty good. I'm Maybe I'll check it out. You this and, wild and Climax film. would be a great double feature. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nick, you think Perhaps. this is wild? Just, just wait. <laughs> okay. All right. Maybe I'll play it safe and watch Flashdance. Okay, this, but the guy who wrote this, Joe es- Estevez or whatever his name is. Yeah. Joe, <laughs> what's his name? Joe uh, Espinatas? Whatever. The, he he wrote Flashdance, so. Really? Yeah. What happened? And there was a little, there was a little nod to Flashdance in the film as well. Oh, okay. When they're, when they're doing their little number. Was it when she strikes a pose on a chair or something? Yeah, yeah. There's a there's an obvious there's obviously like a chair and there's like light going through the the window and yeah. I see. Oh God, Mario Casar produced this also. That's a damn shame. Who's that? He produced a lot of the great action movies. He produced Terminator Two, Total Recall, mm. First Blood, mm-hmm. Rambo Three. Maybe not that great, but still Cliffhanger. Yeah. The Doors, Universal Soldier, Red Heat. Mm. I'm just going down the list. This is sad. This this film feels like it's a product of sleazy cocaine '80s fueled shit. Like this, I don't mm. know. It's it's made in 1995, but it feels like the people who made this definitely made this. You know, like you can hear it in the soundtrack. You can hear the the <laughs> droney synthy soundtrack. It's like, yeah, yeah. I call that a big yes. Can we get a list of uh, cocaine? Fueled films. Yeah, can we get a can we get a, a montage uh, of every time someone sniffs cocaine in this film? Bring in the their, coke. Uh, bring in the coke. Coke please. finger. Bring it, bring it. Thank you. Everyone has right. nails in this film. It's crazy. Okay, moving on. Yeah, the next uh, film yeah. is the uh, Phantom yeah. of the Paradise. Phantom of the Paradise. This one. Okay, let's let's get it down here. Yeah, Phantom of the Paradise, released in 1974 by Brian De Palma. It's in its. Uh, it's set in its own little slice of universe about a musician who writes a perfect, almost godlike, sublime piece mm. of music, and one day is stolen by the great music producer Swan. And Swan has this man exiled to and to a faraway place. And then the man comes out of exile and decides to exact his revenge on the producer for stealing his product, his music, his art. Mm. Brian De Palma, uh, yeah, uh, a great director. Yeah. His his work, right? I assume so. Sorry, you've seen his 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 stuff, right? I assume. Yeah, Sisters and Blow Up and Blow Out. Blow Out. Yeah. yeah, Blow Up is yeah. a different film. Yeah, we covered Blow Out uh, just before the quarantine, actually, two months ago. Right, I heard and, that. Yeah, um, I I love that movie a lot. I was that was very it's surprising. It's a great film. Absolutely. Yeah, I also dig the Untouchables, and I watched Mission Impossible when I was a kid. Wasn't my favorite Mission Impossible movie, but it's still, it's still mm-hmm. pretty great film. 
So something to be said about Brian De Palma, I think, is he... I mean, this. so this film was made in 1974. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Before Grease, right? Yeah. Before Rocky Horror Picture Show, like a couple of years before, I think. Uh-huh. So, like, Trailblazer, I, I feel like, almost. like, And especially for... Because he was doing, like horror films and stuff or yeah, whatever he was doing i don't think he hadn't done carrie yet even no yeah, he hadn't this done is... carrie this is so pretty crazy. pretty early on in his career yeah this was proto brian de palma and i feel like and you guys saw blow up and blow out blow up <laughs> Fuck, whatever blow out and you have, seen cinema head? have you seen sisters and you've seen sisters and carries and whatever right? i haven't seen yeah. sisters but i have carrie yeah yeah not sisters in, either i mean in this film you can see like him sort of grasping his own like style like especially with the split screen and stuff like that oh yeah which i guess we'll get into but i i dig that yeah you definitely see his style coming in Mm. um for uh coming into uh what we know as the modern brian de palma but it doesn't feel like brian de palma though this film not really i was expect i was expecting a little more crazy or maybe a little more suspense but this is like this is like tommy meets a freaking i, I don't know it's it, it reminds me a lot of tommy the rock opera right right i i feel like i feel like there's enough crazy i think like there's not enough suspense yeah. you know for brian yeah, Palmer. Sure. yeah sure um i think he's I like there's suspense but it's it's sort of really comical and i feel like um we're just talking about it. I feel like we should just start somewhere. Uh, well, this is kind the, of what we do in the we beginning. Kind of... <laughs> so yeah, it starts with a, it starts with Rod Serling of all. It starts Rod Serling. What the hell? I was like, floored. I, I was like, what? That. What's going on here? That's awesome. Yeah, yeah Rod he Serling's that... voice pops oh, up and he's Serling? like doing his Twilight Zone thing. Yeah, I was like, Which dude, is... that sounds so familiar. Okay, that's yeah. good Rod Serling know. is okay. the host of Twilight Zone. Yeah, yeah. I was like, dude, this sounds. Like, this is oh, the I thought you were asking song. who's Rod Serling. I'm like, oh, no, get no, out of no. here, dude. I, yeah. Uncultured swine. <laughs> I love the opening, yeah. dude. It was yeah, with that was throwback perfect. rock band. It's, that's that was that was something. Yeah, and that that rock band, those three guys, they the they show up as three different rock as three oh, different right. bands. That's right. In yeah. The, in the film, that's. that's that. <laughs> I mean, talk about uh, re reusing your actors maybe maybe more creative ways though yeah yeah. yeah it works though it works yeah and then that and then we get a really cool first person shot where <clears> his <throat> his man where swan's manager talks to him and it was mm-hmm. I, I thought it was i thought it was really cool in a weird right. way because he's the talking manager to- the man are you talking about phil philbin mm-hmm. i fat, think so that dude yeah philbin philbin philbin's great um, I, f- <laughs> I feel like, uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, these characters are, are cool. I think, I think like, um, I don't know what, what happens right, like right in the beginning he goes and then he's like, I want that man's voice. And then like, Philbin's like, Hey, I'm just going to take your song now. And Hey, <laughs> yeah, it's not, fi- it's not finished yet. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's yeah. It, again, it's like, it's kind of a, it's kind of a funny film to watch like right after showgirls because it's almost like the same film 
kind of the same energy going on. Kind of the same film. Uh huh. Yeah, I. I don't know. You know, like in in that in that like it's like it's both about how like the it's both like a really heavily stylistic like thing about the the entertainment uh, the entertainment system and how like sleazy they are and in their own weird ways and I feel like it's sort of a cool double double feature because it's like okay you get to see that in like 1974 version and then 1995 version of like the same over the top you know bullshit like it's it's I'll go for that I'll go for that yeah yeah I like I like the style going on here it's definitely it's definitely unique because uh all the crazy colors and the camera shots and the production Mm. design it definitely sets up its own slice of the world so you like it, you like this the the stylistic choices in this film, but not Showgirls, Nick? Yeah, um, I felt there was more intense, better execution, and yeah. just more appeal in this movie than Showgirls. Hmm. With that this, movie, this it's, film definitely looks really good as well. I mean, I will say that it looks uh-huh. amazing. Yeah, like I said, I, I thought about Tommy the whole time, and that's in a pretty decent looking movie too. What's Tommy? Are you keep saying it's, it's the rock opera by the Who. Oh. oh, yeah, I thought you might have seen it. I think you might no, have seen I guess it. I'll, I guess I'll put that on my list. Pretty good, yeah. List. Yeah, it's excellent. <laughs> Keyboard clicks and everything. <laughs> so, I guess like uh, oh yeah, we'll, we'll keep going down the the timeline. Yeah, our, our main character. Yeah, then it kind of turns into a slapstick for a moment when uh, Winslow, right. the main character Winslow, he's trying to inquire about a meeting with swan mm. they ends up meeting phoenix briefly and they harmonize the song together mm. that, that's another thing about this movie it ebbs and flows into kind of different genre tones so it's it's it starts off like a rock opera and then it mm. turns into a slapstick comedy and then later on it's like a mix of it's like a mix of horror right and sci-fi kind of sci-fi dark gothic romance and mm. then back to the rock opera so yeah. that is that is neat. I did like that. Right. And and I guess, you know, that our, our character much much like Nomi, sort of like really naive, really and they're both like really hot-headed. Like yeah. I don't know how to explain it. Like they're both really temperamental. Oh yeah, funny. when he when he pins Philbin against the wall for trying to take trying to take the music or just <laughs> his music or whatever. Yeah. Okay, like, but the the jailbreak, the jailbreak scene <laughs> I was oh, yeah, yeah. cracking up through the whole scene when he's just crushing everything with his ape fists. It's it's it's, it's amazing. Oh, yeah. He's like running yeah. through this town with like a messed up haircut or whatever. Oh, like a messed yeah. up face. That's rich. <laughs> he's just crushing glass doors and it's like, yeah, it's what great. Uh-huh. I, I like the, I especially liked it when he jumped into a box at the prison and then jump cuts <laughs> mm. to the box outside in the city <laughs> and he comes out of it. <laughs> Like, yeah, I, that, I'm just that thinking, whole scene. Yeah. I'm just thinking, how the hell did they transport that? Didn't they right. know this? Didn't they feel a weight li- a weight heft? <laughs> yeah, I think probably my favorite parts of the movie is when he be- when he's full phantom, and ev- okay, so eventually he has to he finds Swan when he becomes the phantom of the paradise well well first of all he gets he he breaks out of jail and then he gets his head crushed in the in the uh in the record, record press. press because he's oh, trying to ruin sick. it yeah because he doesn't want his his stolen music to be pressed yeah. so yeah. he gets also, face squashed 
Yeah. Also, all his teeth were pulled out in jail. Teeth were pulled and, out and replaced with silver. Yeah, it wasn't the jail like uh, something sing, had, sing. had to do with something with Swan. Like he was, it was like a program he. Uh, yeah, so, Swan's something? obviously supposed to be like like uh he's supposed to be like his record his record label is called Death so apparent so obviously it's like he's like supposed to be the devil right. or he's supposed to be yeah like, you know whatever um and then I guess he has I don't know yeah he probably has his fingers in like a, everything it's it's there's no this film I don't think I don't think there's uh. I don't think you should think too much into it. I think, I think it's just uh, that's fair. It serves its purpose, you know. Sure. Uh, There's yeah. Theme or you know little uh, themes here and there, and some relevant things about the industry. But mm. yeah, you're right. It is kind of like kind of surface. Yeah, it is very surface level. It's not really. Again, it's not really satirical. It's just. It's just yeah like kind of campy like it's not really and you'd think like i guess you can say like in the you know when when um what's her name the the phoenix lady phoenix she like goes she goes to audition and Mm -hmm. and um you know uh, winslow isn't invited obviously and then he and then she goes in and and it turns out that it's not an audition it's more of like a weird sex party yeah and so in that there's there's sort of the like mentions of like you know how how maybe the entertainment industry or the music industry is sort of fucked up but mm-hmm. honestly it doesn't go into that it it more so is just yeah it's just trying to have a good time i think mm. yeah, yeah and then and then it gets into it there's a lot of songs that happen but uh and they're all really good i would say i really love the music in this film Absolutely. i i do yeah it fits fits nicely comfortably into that era of rock and roll mm-hmm. uh, they're all shot really of, well too it is Sorry? yeah it's shot mm-hmm. well he said oh yeah 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 uh but i think my, my favorite parts of the movie is when he's writing the music after he meets mm-hmm. up with swan and it's just him in that booth full of recording equipment and sound panels and whatnot, mm. it looks like it looks like if Daft Punk did the production design for Alien, <laughs> the Mother right. Room. Right. That, that was really cool. good. It's great. Yeah, that, that, that was right. Yeah, and and when 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 that whole that whole scene when he's he's trying to so his, obviously after the after he gets his head squashed in the press, he, his voice is messed up, and so. Um, what's the the the, the guy the guy the, the uh what's his name the the record of... Swan yeah. Swan he's like trying to fix his voice with like the cool little like uh soundboard and stuff like that and it's like a really yeah. it's really nifty it's like really cool and like you get to see all that like seventies sort of psych, yeah all that like yeah all that analog music technology that's that's yeah. quite a thing that's quite a it's quite a sight. Yeah, that that was that was some good that was good stuff and like, and then, and like there's like there's all these like death scenes that are like super campy and it's just like totally, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I, I started to think it's like a slasher movie at some point. Yeah, it is a slasher. Bodies movie. are dropping yeah. all over the place. Yeah, uh, uh, that's another thing. Death is so casually swept aside in this movie, <laughs> right? Because right. there's, there's a whole sequence. Clearly referencing Touch of Evil, it puts a bomb right. in a in a stage car, and right, right. He, he blows up maybe under ten people. 
and Swan right. doesn't give a damn, and they never mention so, it again. <laughs> yeah, so again, it's like, so Brian De Palma, like that's where that's where his split screen thing like comes in, where mm-hmm. it's like supposed to be intense, but I feel like it does it didn't it really, really work. work. <laughs> Not at all. I love yeah, a split. I love a good split screen on in both I love it. Yeah, right. I love a good split screen edit, but still, I was more admiring the technique instead yeah. of the story. Like, yeah, kind of right. I, kinda, I, pretty. I would have done without the, script, with the split screen in this film, you know, just because it's it 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 didn't work. It doesn't work like it would in like Sisters or something. But mm-hmm. so yeah, uh, so yeah, we got we got some characters, we got some actors. Uh, we got meat, or what is his name? Beef or whatever. Oh, beef. <laughs> Oh man. man, something like that. What a character! Yeah, I love his uh, introduction and... at the uh, the airport. Yeah, with the open up the top and he just does uh, that freaking grab uh, sh- screaming his brains out, <laughs> playing rock. Yeah. I liked it. I like the psycho tribute in the shower. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Winslow tells him to plugs him with a plunger. <laughs> mm-hmm. Don't yeah, play the music. There to be like comical moments. Uh, yeah. And they're so silly. And it's just a weird uh, mix of genre and, and tones. It's, mm-hmm. it's interesting. Did it work for you guys? Did the, the mesh of I think so. flavors work for you guys? I think so. Maybe it's because I have a preconceived notion that Brian De Palma is one of those directors. Very weirdo, kooky, has his own uh, eccentric style and whatnot. Mm-hmm. What, slowly I'm learning that's not the case, but there is still that notion. It's kind of like, okay, this might, this could be a weird film. I'll just accept what's whatever's coming at me. Mm-hmm. So I, it, it, it works now and again. I, again, I guess it's not like a Brian De Palma film. Almost, it's it's it 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 is just like it it is just in the same. I don't know. It's it's just a Rocky Horror Picture Show or or rock opera or something. You know, it's not really like. Uh, it's not really like an artistic film, although it looks it. I mean, feels like it is shot artistically, you know, definitely. Yeah, there's but... no doubt about that. It it definitely wants to be artsy. Definitely wants. I think it wants to be a little more than what it is. And... I don't know. I think I think it knows what it is. You know what? Okay, I think sure. It, yeah, I think it knows what it is. I I'm just saying, like, you know, compared to other Brian De Palma films, I think he takes it really seriously. Whereas this film sort of sat. It feels like uh, a '70s film where they were just doing, where they were just probably just smoking weed all day, you know, like right. yeah, a lot of, um, lot of experimenting. Yeah, I love. By the way, I love how it, by the end when it turn when it just turns into chaos, mm-hmm. like everyone's dancing on the stage, <laughs> yeah. and by the like, way, everyone's dying for real. Yeah. Like like um, Swan is like has his like face mutilated because he he like uh, he gets so the tapes. What what is it? The tape. So, so the Phantom destroys the tapes, and and when he destroys the tapes, it like, it like gets rid of Swan's uh, pact with the devil, like yes. for That's youth exactly. or something. That's yeah. Exactly, yeah. And then his face gets all old and starts right. Wrinkling his away. face gets old and 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 weird. And Phoenix is like, ah, what the heck? And then. Yeah. Um, and then he starts, and then obviously his like wound, his gaping wound opens up, and then he dies, and everyone dies. But there's also like a bunch of people around, like still partying, which is funny. Like <laughs> everyone's way too high to like understand that what's happening is like 
actual death and like demonic shit going on yeah uh, the really cool yeah, thing that's... about that scene that i know it's kind of uh going ahead but the finale like his other films he uh that's like the most exciting part in a way. Mm. And a lot of his wow. films, from what I've seen, the finales are, are great. Even, and, and even and here. You, mean, you mean generally in all his films or? For, yeah. From what I've seen, like, you know, Blowout or. Right. Uh, yeah. Even, yeah. Mission um, Impossible. Yeah, yeah. He does. He, that, that's kind of the suspense director yeah. in him. The hitch, that's the Hitchcock in him. He's building up to the grand finale. Yeah. Cause there's that assassination scene. And even if it's not really intense, uh, it's really grand like it's really like uh yeah i oh, mean right because when you know he he botches the assassination uh the main character mm. everything just turns into chaos and the camera angles become very like just chaotic and the scenes are oh yeah and he swings he... in and it's and it's crazy yeah that that the ending was the best part the best scene <laughs> definitely mm-hmm. oh yeah um yeah, I mean, I love the film all the way through, just just to look at it, you know. Yeah. Um, especially because I love, I just love seventies sci-fi, and I just love, Absolutely. I just love the seventies, you know. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, I agree. But the but the ending is where it really like kicks kicks it up, you know, and like yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. I uh the acting, I kind of liked it. Acting was too. I enjoyed good. it. I think every most of the the uh, lead actors had a pretty good performance even if they are it just the corniness just kind of works same similar the, with showgirls yeah there's yeah. nothing really to say about it no. you know we're, we're trying to find things to say about it but like and honestly like you were talking about acting like uh the guy um who plays winslow mm-hmm. he's really great i mean he's oh, like he makes this film he makes this film I uh-huh mean, yeah i mean i re- yeah i really dug paul williams as swan Mm-hmm. Right. He he has a very, he's a musician, but he has a very entertaining screen presence. Yeah. Yeah. You, yeah, I, yeah. I, you see that in Smoking the Bandit also, and even even in Baby Driver very recently. That was. I have not I don't seen know. that. You haven't? Wow. It's a it's a fantastic film. Yeah. But yeah. Every, basically, that. basically everything I see him in, he's kind of he's a very entertaining presence. Mm. And yeah, that's Swan. He's kind of this. He's very devilish and conniving. Very yeah, sneaky. two two really like really great you know characters and and you know kind of yeah cast really really well and they just you know that this this film wouldn't be the same like if it wasn't like this big ass lanky uh, guy playing Winslow and he's just flailing his his huge fists everywhere and crushing windows and stuff like that like yeah. I just <laughs> I loved I loved him um and his weird like bulbous eyes like just such oh, a character. Yeah. Yeah, he he reminds me of uh, have you seen Eaten Alive by Toby Hooper, Ray? I think so. Um, I must. Funny, Brichter. Funny you yeah. should mention that. That was this, him in Eaten Alive. That, <laughs> that oh. was him. Okay, okay. <laughs> he's he's in a Toby Hooper film, one of his earlier, uh, films. And he plays uh, this very weird, crazy dad character. It's pretty fucking good. Yeah, but it's oh. it's fantastic. It's a lot of fun. He ends up barking at his own daughter. <laughs> like a dog. Yeah, I'll have to see it. I love Toby Hooper. Yeah. I'll have to see it. Yeah. Movie's not movie's not that great, but it's got it's got its moments. But anyways. Uh yeah, I guess oh, I didn't have what else is there to say? I didn't have too many expectations for this one, I guess. 
No. Compared to other De Palma movies, mm-hmm. granted, I wasn't. I don't know. I guess I'm one of those people. Brian De Palma's not at the not the forefront of my of my. Uh, I guess just knowing him, he's not. He's not. He. Okay, let me mm-hmm. let me let me start up here. He is a household name, but he's also not a household name because he's a famous director. He's done a lot of great films over the last forty years, but he doesn't yeah. get brought up a whole lot. No, compared no to the way. Other yeah, and I'm starting to see how that's kind of a shame because his talent is distinct and very, very good. Just, I mean, he's he's probably he's he's just as good as like James Cameron and stuff like that. Like, obviously, like he's a yes. good director, but he's mm-hmm. still like really obscure. I feel like, like, yeah, yeah. You know what? It, you know what it is because he's he's the suspense. He does a lot of suspense thrillers, and there's hardly mm-hmm. a market for those anymore, which is kind of a shame. Right. The right. last one I could think of was. Uh, the nice guys, and even then, that was very comedy Ooh, infused. I love, I love it too, but straight mm. suspense thrillers, right? With no like gimmicks or hooks to them, it's just kind of like mature stories the, too. Yeah, the, yeah, mature stories of deceit and betrayal and right. seedy underworlds, conspiracies, mm. webs of conspiracies. You just don't find those anymore. Yeah. And I, I wish those kind of movies would make a comeback. Yeah, yeah, I I feel like Brian De Palma to me is sort of synonymous with like like at first grindhousey horror and then suspense and then it goes into like stuff like you know the conversation and and stuff like that you know where it's like it's like a paranoid suspense film yeah so like and then it goes into like Hitchcock people you know yeah right, he's the, exactly he's the, he's the closest we got to a modern Hitchcock I believe exactly. Yeah, but this film sort of feels like so far detached from everything else he's done. Yeah, I agree to that. Yeah, it's it's weird. It's well, it's because it's so early in his career, and a lot of directors, when you compare when you compare their filmographies, you'll find their early movies are so vastly different from what they stick with in mm-hmm. in the current times. Typically, that goes for any director that started with a horror movie. They'll make. Mm. You get someone like this, like Sam Raimi, for example, his Evil Dead movies. Right. They're right. so wildly over the top and violent and crazy. Mm-hmm. And then he could do a movie like, uh, do a movie like Spider Man or freaking Oz, Great and the Powerful. Just right. something vastly right. different than what he's known for. Sometimes yeah. even succeeding at it. Sam Raimi, what is he doing now? I th- he is. Oh, oh, you know what? Stuff. He's directing Doctor Strange two. He's directing Doctor Strange two for Marvel. I heard. I heard he's not. I heard they. Uh... Well, the production's on hold, but he has confirmed the director. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I think besides uh, that, it's just like what a TV show or something. Well, yeah, Ash vs. the Evil Dead got canceled a oh, couple yeah. years ago or so. So who Don't, knows? He, he he's producer on on Don't Breathe two. He's just producing stuff right now, I think. Yeah, he he's mostly been producing stuff. He produced Crawl, the al- the alligator thriller. Oh, I saw that. I That's love good. that movie. Really? Yeah. Like great you little... love love that movie? Well, yeah, it's, it's a nice little nice little creature feature. It does does the guess, job really yeah. well. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, we're <laughs> Don't we're knock we're, it, we're, bro. we're we're driving off the path here, I think. Yeah, let's so get back. So, is there any like notable things you guys did not like about this movie? Oh, I wouldn't say. Nah. I, I I like this film. Okay. Yeah, me too. 
Yeah. Not my favorite De Palma, but it's it's good. It's unique. I think I think if you want to watch this film, do it. Like if you want, like if you want to, if you want to just have fun, you want to put on this film and like Rocky Horror Picture Show, do that. Um, or if you want to put like this would be a good triple feature with like Showgirls <laughs> and like. <sighs> Mulholland Drive, you know, like just just put it on, you know, you get a you get a little peek into sleazy Hollywood action, you know, or whatever, and you're good, Crap. you know. See, I was kind of Crap nervous doing so. this one because I have never seen Rocky Horror or any sort of rock yeah. opera, so I had no idea what a rock opera was. Right, right. And so I was expecting this to be very like the story is said through song and it's very cringy. Mm. I, I was like, mm. I, I don't want to watch this, but yeah, I'm, I'm well, happy that it's not the case. Clearly, yeah, the, yeah. The it wasn't cringe. Was... It wasn't cringy. It was no, it, no. It was it again. The music was great. Mm-hmm. It was done really well. It's obviously done by an artist. You know, right? Um, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. It doesn't. It it's not. It's not the most like remarkable or standout movie, but it is. It is distinct. It is unique, and it's enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, agreed. I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of. Like, I think I'm. Sp- I think I'm spent on this one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, ratings. Let's do ratings. I'll start. I'll give it a, like a three and a half. It's worth the time. Better than most. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, three and a half. Uh... Probably yeah, I think three and a half as well. Three and a half. Uh, probably yeah. I don't know, man. I guess I'll just I'll give it a I'll give it a four for like being a, a classic. I think it I think it does what it does, and I I just love. I just uh I I mean some I I've 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 seen some reviews of people like who praise this film for being yeah. like really like uh sentimental and I don't know they're like people mm-hmm. really see look into it and. And see something but i didn't really see anything like super uh you know i don't know no. I, I think it's a fine film probably probably a little better than rocky horror in my opinion just because it's prime with palma whoa bro yeah. wow <laughs> i know people people will probably actually like disagree with that statement pretty hard because i know there's like a lot of yeah it's a huge well it's not like we got a show. well it's not like we got a big audience anyway so you'll probably be safe just for all the Rocky Horror Picture Show fans out there, I'm you know I'm coming for you. Just let me know. Like the day his address is one two three four Bleecker Street. Go, of... go get him. The day of reckoning yeah. will come. <laughs> Bring him on. Be prepared. Um, be prepared. I watched thirty Brian De Palma films in a week. Holy shit! Oh, oh man. Well, yeah, I, epic pop culture references we got here on this on this show on this podcast here. We should just yeah, bro. the epic pop culture podcast. Pop <laughs> like, can we just pops. yeah? Can we just change this whole entire like uh like from here on the the channel name is called Pop Culture Cast? God. <laughs> <that>? No. <laughs> Come on, Nick. Cheesy. I'm open mind. Come so on, Nick. Cheesy. Please, 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 Nick. Please. No, that's final. <laughs> Oh, it's not like I'm in charge. Your spine cringed and again, like into a thousand pieces. Oh, oh. Uh, Alright, we need an aid unit down here. Stat. Yeah. I'll okay, get him on the. I want you. I want you to put a really like, like, like 
earth shattering like like bone sound effect you know <laughs> yeah i would love sound effects in the video just like random with whatever. yeah with foley of like I mean... you like putting like crushing meat in between your fingers in between your toes you know stuff like yeah that. yeah that <laughs> would i would love that just could. a mishmash of could. sounds uh might not but we'll see we'll Oh, come on, I'll give you something to do. Well, I mean, now you have to. We, what else are we going to do? Did. Yeah, Victor, now you now you have to. So, <laughs> We're in quarantine. you got to fill the time. Victor, you have to risk your life. Go to the, to the market. Get some get some raw beef. Squish it between your little, fingi, <laughs> in t between your little fingies. <laughs> oh, you want me to do some from scratch DIY fully editing for a podcast? <laughs> go buy yourself a turkey. Debone it. And then just snap the bones yeah, one expertly, by one. Expertly debone it and just wiggle it in, in front of your audio recorder what for a good that? 30 minutes so you can get a really good range of like. I don't think it's a bad idea, but like. It's a lot really? of work. Really? Yeah, man. Our ratings will skyrocket because we're expert sound designers. Come on, Vic, you're an artiste. Come on, like Brian De Palma, just take some. Do it. advice from the master. Do it like Brian. Do it. All right. <laughs> I think we got to pull the plug here. <laughs> this is getting whack. Um, yeah. This is getting really so, whack. Yeah. Ray, thank you for coming on the show. Yeah, no problem. We'd love to have yeah, you back Ray, sometime. We'll have you, we'll have you on again. How yes. does that sound? Do you want to? I, appreciate uh, I don't know. I don't know about that, guys. I think I'm... Uh... I think I'm good. I think uh, I, don't yeah, know. I have my pop culture cast like going on, so I have to, like I have to have to put you in my, to my schedule definitely. Somewhere. Basically, well, thanks for the start. I'm out of here. <laughs> uh, who do you who there do you guys guest on your show? Um, do you have um Doug Walker on there? Yeah, oh. we'll get the whole. I mean, I'll, oh. I don't know. I'll, I'll try to keep in contact with like a bunch of kind of awesome guys, and I'll see if I can get spoon. Why would you say that, that name? <laughs> Why would you say that so, name? We should review his uh. Uh, his the wall. Is the wall <laughs> critique? I. I've can we please do that? Can we please can, can we please stream it on Discord and watch it together live and have a, have a live really discussion? Funny. That actually have a live really discussion good. of the wall. For, I want to see the wall first before I see. Is that what it's called? Yeah, Pink Floyd's the wall. No, not not Pink Floyd's the wall. Doug Walker's the wall. No, it's just nostalgia critic the wall. Oh really? Okay, yeah. Let's yeah. let's let's live stream that and <laughs> first I'm God. watching the movie before I see some jackass yeah. make fun of it. Yeah, I had to skim I... through that, and that is just. Mm. I didn't think you watched it's Nostalgia Critic, Victor. I don't. I just when I heard about this, I was like, all right, I need to give that a shot. And Ugh. he he uh... should have ended. He should have cut cut the cord when he cut the cord. Shouldn't have brought it back. Yeah. But that's another topic for another time. That's another, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, okay, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta pull on. Um, and everyone, uh, thank you for listening. And uh, make sure, make sure you hit that subscribe button. Make sure you hit that follow button. And make, make sure, sure you hit that like button. Come on, gamers, hit that like button. Hit that subscribe button. You smash that free freaking... giveaway of free stuff called we actually, free. We actually are doing a giveaway. Um. We on are. my on my review of the Master of Disguise, um, which has over two hundred views for some reason, um, I I mentioned that I am doing a giveaway. So if you're hearing this, there's a giveaway. If you can guess the number between one and fifty um, that I'm thinking of, 
uh you'll get a free cop free dvd copy of do i do i do i get do i get the opportunity to get a free dvd copy of the master disguise mm -hmm. right right now um is this, you, is this for real well hey you can you can shoot me a number and maybe <laughs> i also personal might, facebook i might also serve it as well watch out patreon Ray, you don't know this but i acquired over I think two thousand movie posters. Um, I don't know what's real or what's what's fake <laughs> anymore. I'm just I'm, the posters I'm, are real. I've seen them. I'm it sitting in the dark. I am I am literally like I don't know. I don't know what to tell you guys. Sorry. No, it's it's real. I actually have uh, uh, too many movie posters. I need pictures or it didn't happen, Victor. I'm sorry. Okay, no, I, I will. I will send them to you. So I might He's have got a an poster after guys. You need to you need to hold them up to your face and your nip and your nipple, you know, like and and write. You have to write on a piece of paper. Hi, I'm Victor Martin. I nipples. You know, Does I that have... mean he has to have a shirt on? Shirt sure, completely off. I oh, mean, boy, oh boy. Just just to verify, and you have to put your pinky, your right pinky, onto your left ear, your lobe. Just so you. Okay. Audience, if you're still with us, there is not a single drop of alcohol between the three of us as we hold this conversation. <laughs> yeah, I'm taking blood thinner, so uh, no alcohol, alcohol for me. Maybe some Ooh. caffeine. I don't know. Yeah. Oh boy. Oh boy. So that'll do it for the show. Thank you for listening. Tune in for the next one, and we'll catch you on the flip side. Goodbye. Bye.